This is episode 37 of the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast with Samantha Hasselt. Even as I'm learning all this, it can be a little overwhelming because sometimes I'm like, I hear about things and I'm like, I'm not doing enough. Like I need to do this next thing and this next thing. Um, So taking those breaks and like remaining grounded and having other things to do and focus on is good. Um, But even within internship and music therapy exchange stuff, it's all stuff that I love and that I'm super excited about. It's also always coming back to that and like why I'm doing all of it is, is whenever I start freaking out about like, oh, I should like do this thing next or I have to come up with more social media things. I just go back to like, this is fun. This is exciting. Like I thoroughly enjoy this and love learning all these new things, even if at some point it becomes a little overwhelming. You're listening to the Music Therapy Chronicles, a podcast about music therapy from a variety of perspectives. Our ambition is to inspire and connect listeners through meaningful conversations, just like a music therapy conference you can listen to anywhere. My name is Trisha Coyote, and I am a board-certified music therapist from the New England region. If you like what you hear, join our group on Facebook and share your own insights and thoughts about the episodes. You can also connect with us on social media and online at Music Therapy Chronicles. Welcome back to the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast. In today's episode, we have my conversation with Samantha Hasselt, who has recently launched, I guess kind of recently in November, launched the Music Therapy Exchange, which is a database of music therapy interventions that anyone can add to and anyone can access. So in this episode, we talk about her inspiration, her how she has grown it and hopes to continue to grow the music therapy exchange and there will be links in the show notes for you to use to help contribute to the music therapy exchange and also engage with their different social media marketing such as um, giveaways and challenges if you're enjoying the podcast please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Those really help the podcast be more visible. Also, you can join our group on Facebook by searching Music Therapy Chronicles and then clicking the Join Group button. If you're looking for a way to support the podcast monetarily, you can head over to patreon.com slash musictherapychronicles. That link is also always in the show notes. And this month, I am going to be donating all Patreon contributions to the Australian Red Cross. I was really racking my brain with all these wildfires uh, happening down there and trying to think, how can I give back uh, in the most impactful way? And I was like, well, I have this platform. So if you decide to become a patron, any donations for the month of February will be given to the Australian Red Cross. And based on our usual numbers for listens and downloads, if every person who listens to this episode gives a dollar or more or less, if you feel comfortable or called to do so, we will have a pretty sizable contribution to give and help with the relief efforts over there. So please consider checking out that link and donating for the month of February. All right, without further ado, let's get into this episode with Samantha Hasselt. 
Hello, Samantha, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks, Trisha. So, how are you today? I'm good. It's super rainy and dreary here, but mm. I'm good. <laughs> it's the best weather for podcast recording, I have to say. Yeah. Awesome. So to start us off, can you tell our listeners a little bit about you outside of music therapy? Outside of music therapy? Um, well, I'm currently a music therapy intern, so music therapy is consuming much of my life. Mm. Um, but I really enjoy um, hiking and I've gotten a lot back into reading recently, which is good because I've run out of time in college doing that so now having a regular work schedule I've gotten much back into that which is really nice um yeah those are kind of my two favorite things it's not great hiking weather right now which is kind of sad yeah but (laughs) we're in the in the winter months what are you currently reading um I actually just the other day finished the book innovative income for music therapists by Rachel Rombach you finished that really quickly (laughs) I know. I I was like really excited about it. So especially with the whole everything I'm working on. So I kind of devoured it, but it yeah. was really great. So I have to find my next my next book. Awesome. Wow. Yeah, I'm um I'm listening to it. So I, I guess I'm on like part two maybe of the audio version, but lots of yeah. good stuff in there. So mm-hmm. um innovative income for the listeners. Check that out. Uh Rachel just dropped that like last week. So yeah. So you were quick, Samantha. <laughs> You're very quick. So where are you doing your internship? Um, I'm at the Center for Discovery in New York State. Oh. It's basically a residential school facility for people with special needs. With um, Kanyo, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Kanyo Loretto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Awesome. So what brought you there? Um. Well, I definitely wanted to work with the special needs population. And then uh, I found it just on the national roster uh, site. And it's super improvisation, kind of Nordoff Robbins based. And I went to school at University of Miami, which is completely neurologic music therapy. So I thought it'd be really cool to get that completely different approach and kind of work on my keyboard skills more and those improvisation skills. Um, And I also just really like how that approach works with that specific population. So I found it really beneficial to kind of shift my thinking and work on some different skills. Yeah. Do you find you gravitate towards one framework more than the other? It's interesting because I like, I feel like once I am out of internship and out in the real world, I'll kind of cherry pick bits and pieces from each. because especially with this population, I think there's pros and cons to different areas of it and things that I like about each of them. So I'm still kind of like navigating that and trying to figure out how I'll use both of them in in an actual job setting. Yeah. What an exciting time, internship. Mm-hmm. And good for you for choosing very different frameworks to learn from. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, all. it's super exciting. That's putting yourself in a very challenging environment on top of internship being challenging in itself. So so that's awesome. Yeah. So They I, have a really great and well-structured internship program because they know a lot of people come into it without that background of the approach. Um, so they've found a way to structure it that is very much like kind of teaching you as you go along, which is nice. Awesome. Yeah, that's one of the benefits of going to an internship at a 
what's the word I'm looking for? An established location that's that's done the intern thing before and they, they have that set up for you awesome so let's get into the the meat of our topic today so tell us about sure. your latest project <laughs> so my latest project is music therapy exchange um basically the main chunk of it is that it's a website that functions as an intervention database for music therapists um yeah, and it's very much uh, in its infancy, just starting out. Uh, we released it like to the public to, to create accounts and join and stuff in the middle of November, right around national conference time. Huh. So Was only a couple months into it. <laughs> sort of. Uh, we, had, we had started like a very beta beta test version of it with just like friends and colleagues. Um, and then out of the blue, I was able to go to national conference. And I was like, if I'm going to be there and be talking to people, we got to, we got to get it to the point where, where everyone could like go on right then and there. So kind of intentional, kind of, it happened naturally, but yeah. yeah. What inspired the idea for music therapy exchange? So as I've been talking to a lot of people about this, I think a lot of people have had this idea previously to me and kind of in the same way where as I started college and like really dove into music therapy, I was like, how sweet would it be if there was a place with all of these like interventions that you could peruse and learn from and try out? Because especially starting out in college, like as a freshman or sophomore, you're like first coming up with your interventions and you're like, oh, this is amazing. And then you look at a senior's presentation and they're doing basically the same thing you would just come up with. So it felt a little bit like reinventing the wheel over and over. So I always thought that it would be great to have a spot where people could share these. And even like there's a lot of Facebook groups and social media things where people are asking all the time, like, oh, I'm starting with this new population. Anyone have suggestions or I've run out of ideas, but no place to search and like streamline that. So that was kind of all the foundational stuff for the website. Yeah. So when did you do the beta beta? Like when when was this like, (laughs) we're going to go for it? Yeah, that was not too soon before the like open to the public one. It was really beginning of November, um, and the national conference came around, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> awesome!" So you're yeah. like you're like full throttle, like you're just going for it as it comes into your brain. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty much. It's so kind of learning as I go, sort of thing. Yeah. It's a big learning curve for you right now in life with internship and this and oh my goodness that's a lot to take on yeah it's been it's been really fun and somehow manageable but (laughs) um I mean internship is super great because it's like here are your hours you are working you are an adult like this is what work is like and then you have time outside of it so it's a nice step away from from college life and kind of having work around the clock too having a work schedule. And then outside of that, I've had time to work on music therapy exchange. Yeah. Uh, speaking from a related mindset, it's nice having a side project that's semi-related to what you do. Yeah, yeah. for sure. As yeah, much it's as fun because you get to use your knowledge like in a different way, which is cool. Totally. So what I guess, where did you start when you were looking for these interventions? Did all the ideas come from you? Did you ask people for their ideas? So this is why it's still very much 
in its beginning form and why we're still very much in a beta test. Um, so we released it and we started with just friends and colleagues and it's a, it's a crowdsourced website. I put on like six interventions just to have examples there for people to look at and reference and see like, Oh, this is how it's going to look. This is the type of information you should like try to include. Um, but then we just kind of asked the world to, to put stuff into it, uh, which ended up being way harder than I ever expected it was going to be. Um, and I realized I had really high expectations and didn't like kind of think about human nature so much in it because I was reaching out to a bunch of people that I know and like had told about this project and all of them are like, this is such a great idea. Like, this is awesome. But getting people to actually take the time to add interventions took like a lot of effort and kind of nagging a little bit, mm. which I like felt bad about as a friend. Um, but it's because we all have lives. It takes time to sit down and actually do something. You see an email or a message from someone saying like, hey, could you do this? And they're like, yeah, for sure. But then you forget. Um, so it's taking a lot of time to kind of ramp it up and get enough stuff in there for it to really be usable. So we did like the friends and colleagues. And even when we opened it up to the public, we all of a sudden got a ton of accounts and like users on there, um, but not so much interaction because we only had like 10 interventions. So the search function of the website isn't super useful at that point. Um, so yeah, it's, it's taking a lot of time. I think we're up to 26 interventions right now, uh, which is great, but again, still not super search usable which I think eventually will be the main function of the website is people will be like, oh, I need an intervention. Let me just like search on here real fast. So building it up is really taking, taking effort. And that's where like marketing and social media kind of plays into it. Yeah. So where do I want to go from there? So is your <laughs> vision for this to be like, like thousands of interventions and yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, my parents have been a huge help in this and I kind of run ideas by them all the time about like, how can I engage with people more market stuff? Um, and so I was talking to my mom about it one day and she was like, you should look up like how Wikipedia started. Cause like that's all crowdsourced too. It's just a database of a bunch of random information about things that people search, you know? And it really was like, I think I looked it up in Wikipedia. It took like years to actually get started because it had to wait for all of that stuff to come in for it to actually be usable and for people to search it. So yeah, the dream and hope is that one day there'll be like hundreds or thousands of interventions in here so that it's actually like people can search it. Yeah. So if you're listening and you have an intervention <laughs> idea, submit it or yes. how, how's the process? So for someone listening who wants to, if submit is the right word, what should yeah. they do? <laughs> um, so we have accounts and it's all free. So you basically go on and make an account because then it's attached to your name and you can be like, this is my intervention that I added. Um, and you can also, it's a little social media-esque because you have like, you can have a profile picture and your name and if you're board certified already in a little bio. Um, and then you have your interventions that you create. So you can go to create an intervention and just fill out the fields and you can add links to videos or chord sheets or lyric sheets. Um, and then you press submit and you have an intervention on there. And now other people can search it and see it and they can like it and favorite it. Yeah. Awesome. 
So that's uh, for someone else looking for a marketing platform, if you could link to your own website. Yeah, that's also cool. I had talked to like some people who write their own original songs. And I was like, would this ever be something that you would use for your own stuff? Um, and they were like, honestly, we usually give away freebies anyway to get people intrigued and interested. So you could put your freebies on there, link to your site and be like, find more here. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What have you learned about marketing along the way? Um, marketing sort of started, uh, in like early December, I would say is when I really started being like, okay, this is something I need to look into and, and try to figure out. So I had made like an Instagram and Facebook account. Um, but I was like, as like an individual on a personal level, I don't use social media that much. So trying to navigate that and figure out like all the quirky things about each of them and what you should be posting and how often you should be posting was, has been an adventure and I'm still learning a lot. Um, the biggest thing is learning from other people who are already doing it, um, watching what other people are doing. And then one of my, my mentors told me, she was like, how many times a week are you like posting on social media? And I was like, three to four times feeling super proud about it. And she was like, no, no, no. Like you should aim for like every day. And I was like, that's so much work. <laughs> like that's so much stuff to come up with. Um, but she like gave me some ideas and things. And so really it's like frequency of what you're doing, having, trying to come up with things that other people might share to then like get your message to other people. Um, and then I heard some marketing tips somewhere. It's like a rule of seven or something where you need to have your message or, or like post or something seen seven times before someone will actually like notice it fully or like do something about it and I think to like like ads that pop up pop up on Instagram it's like the first time or two I see that exact ad I like don't pay attention to it but if I see the same ad like more than five times I kind of be like oh maybe there's something to this even though that makes no logical sense but that's just how our brains sort of work so with social media I had started doing all these things like I have motivation Mondays where I share a motivational quote and like fun fact Fridays, which are super fun and great. But I started realizing like I'm doing these kind of they're, they're good, but they're a little fluffy. Um, and I'm like, I kind of need my message to still be there and to be popping up on people's feeds more frequently. Um, but it's like really hard and kind of uncomfortable to to share your message like that hard and that frequently, even though that's what you need to do in order to get people to notice it. Yeah. Especially for you who is not on social media. Yeah. So like it's, it's new to be out there, be putting stuff out there to begin with on top of the marketing aspect, which is more than just like when I post on my personal account on Instagram per se, it's usually like, here's a picture of my dog. Yeah. Like there's, there's no <laughs> message to that other than, here's my dog. But when I post on the Music Therapy Chronicles page, it's like, here's the guest. Here's what we're talking about. Um, you know, trying to get engagement. Same thing. It's like, what did you learn? Or There's a what... lot of thought that goes into it. Yeah. And it's it's a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was super, super surprising to me. It was just a world that I had not fully encountered or engaged with. So I'm learning a lot. 
about social media and marketing slowly. <laughs> well, maybe you can teach me because I'm I'm more of like a when an episode comes out, a post comes out. Not really. Yeah. Well, know. the other like hard thing is uh, one of the things I've heard from a lot of people is that that followers and people on social media want to engage with you on a personal level, even if it's a business. And strange because so I like started trying to make like videos with my face in it and like sharing like videos of yourself is so vulnerable and uncomfortable but I'm like but that's what I'm supposed to do and like and it's good and it's true because like other people like I love like Stephanie Lavelle from Music for Kiddos like she has the best videos and her face is on there all the time and it's wonderful because you feel like you know her and and you get that personal level with her so I'm starting to learn how important that is and like trying to move past that uncomfortable vulnerable feeling that that creates yeah yeah I can relate to that as well I don't know (laughs) if I put my face on anything for for podcast stuff so (laughs) (laughs) yeah so what's it like balancing having this project in its infancy learning about this marketing learning about social media learning about human nature with getting interventions and also doing all the internship learning (laughs) how are you balancing all that um it's a lot of information and a lot of learning uh I I mean I balance it by I have time for me most of the time I try to do all this stuff just in on the weeks and if I do it on the weekends it's just for like an hour maybe um but like weekends I try to keep for me and to do things with my intern mates and explore um yeah but I feel like it's also all stuff even as I'm learning all this it can be a little overwhelming because sometimes I'm like I hear about things and I'm like I'm not doing enough like I need to do this next thing and this next thing um so taking those breaks and like remaining grounded and having other things to do and focus on is good um but even within internship and music therapy exchange stuff it's all stuff that I love and that I'm super excited about it's also always coming back to that and like why I'm doing all of it is is whenever I start freaking out about like oh I should like do this thing next or I have to come up with more social media things I just go back to like this is fun this is exciting like I thoroughly enjoy this and love learning all these new things even if at some points it becomes a little overwhelming. So are you finding a lot of crossover about what you're learning about music therapy exchange and running that and what you're learning about working with clients and other interns or is there any crossover or is it kind of just like completely different life lessons going on they're pretty different um mainly because my internship is so improvisation based so in undergrad i have like a whole a whole folder of all these interventions that I have written out that I used in undergrad. Um, and that's a lot of what I've been putting on to music therapy exchange. But then in, in internship, I'm doing so much more just like on the spot things. And it's never anything that I write out in like step by step form. A lot of it's stuff that I never bring back again. Um, so I don't even remember it half the time. So it's, 
it, it's really different from that aspect. Um, and I've tried to think of ways to incorporate things about the improvisational approaches and how people work in that way into music therapy exchange, whether that's creating a separate page with like information or somehow working that into the interventions, but I haven't totally figured that out yet. Um, in terms of, of more lessons, music therapy exchange is definitely more on the side of, of marketing, social media, um, and, and networking and collaborating with people that I don't know at all, like you and this, um, which is a whole different thing, I think, than an internship where I'm learning to collaborate with other music therapists that I already know and really intimately getting to know them so that when we co-lead a session and are improvising together, we like can read each other and know what we're doing next or, or working with my co-interns or building rapport with a client um, or documenting sessions. So yeah, so I, there's like not super much of a crossover really really the basis for both of them is just my general music therapy knowledge. Yeah. Got you. But that's awesome. Again, going back to where we started with, uh, you, your undergraduate training was more neurologic and now you're in more of this improv model and you now have this awareness that this is an element you can add to music therapy exchange, which is yeah. super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Tell me more. Um, one of the, one of the interesting adventures I've gone on with this is that it's really a project that myself and my brother have worked on. Um, so my brother, Jason, he, so we started this project together over the summer at the very beginning of this past summer. And he pretty much at the beginning of the summer decided like, I'm, I'm dropping out of college. Like I'm done with it. It's not for me. It's not getting me where I want to be in life. It's not making me happy. Um, and he was like, I want to pursue web design and development full time and self teach myself. He already had a lot of the basics from self, like teaching himself. Um, but he was like, I'm just going to work on projects and like build up my portfolio and get jobs that way. So as soon as he said that, I was like, well, I got a project for you. Um, and I told him about this idea for an intervention database and explained to him like why it would be useful. Either way, it was a great way for him to to build up some skills and learn more skills and, and build up his portfolio. And so, so we got collaborating and started working together and he's the one who did all of the, the graphic design, the web development, the design of the website, all the back end and front end stuff of it. Um, and basically I would just tell him things and he'd be like, that doesn't make any sense, Sam. And then translate <laughs> it so that it actually made sense in code form or whatever. Um, but really it's been a great bonding process for us because I don't know if you have any siblings, but sometimes siblings don't get along the best. Um, and Jason and I were kind of like that when we were younger, we didn't always see eye to eye. Um, but this was a super great way for us to bond together and also, uh, for him to kind of get exposure to music therapy because we really never talked about it prior to this. And now all of a sudden he knows so much about the music therapy world. So that little bit of advocacy in there too. Yeah. And uh, it's awesome that now he can be an informed advocate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. I love doing that with my my family and friends as well. I'm like, so if someone ever asks you <laughs> something you can say. Yeah, for sure. Because awesome. it happens a lot. Yeah, that's so wonderful that 
you were able to support him at a crossroads in his life mm-hmm. and he was a- he's able to support you with this project and you've created this whole family I'm gonna say family business <laughs> I mean kind of yeah. <laughs> my That's youngest so brother wonderful. Kyle even helped out too a bit but he just started college this fall so he had to back off a little bit to to focus on that yeah that's so awesome, though. So mm-hmm. what else? What, where's like your next step for the future? Like, what are you hoping happens in the next one to three months? Um, again, it keeps coming back to like the the adding more interventions and building interventions. Um, I, one of my strategies that I'm trying now is is doing like challenges and giveaways. Um, so I started this new year new intervention challenge for January which I'm now realizing was much too ambitious and complicated (laughs) because sometimes you get excited and you're like oh this would be so cool and fun so I came up with this challenge that's like a whole month long and there's like four different challenges within it all about specific interventions and it's super cool and some people have like added to it but I was like, this was way too complicated for the stage that I'm at in social media and marketing and how many followers I have and how many people are actually invested in this. So that was a lesson learned. Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to like increase that, increase the social media marketing to like get the word out more and all for the hopeful end goal of having more interventions. I feel like hitting even like a hundred interventions would be like incredible. We'll have to see what you do to celebrate that. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Hopefully some people listening will, will head over and yeah. get you closer to that number. But I, when you were saying you realized that this challenge was so ambitious and there was challenges within the challenge and all that, it uh-huh. was making me think about how I, still to this day, do that with interventions in a session (laughs) where I'm just like, oh, this is a great idea. And like, there's this visual element and there's this tactile element and like, we'll have stuffed animals and there'll be balls and a parachute and I'm going to play the guitar and like, (laughs) there's too much going on. Like, that's completely unrealistic. So you just get so excited and you're like, this is amazing. And then, yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah. So do you have a February challenge or giveaway planned? I'm working on it. It'll be much simpler. Um, but I'm trying to do like different instrument giveaways. So there will definitely be one for February. I don't have it fully planned out yet, though. Awesome. Stay tuned. Yes. <laughs> cool. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, I think also just that we are still in this sort of beta test. Um, so if if the listeners do go and check it out and maybe add an intervention, we are so looking for feedback. If you have any, um, the interventions are all categorized and created by these tags of either like the population, the, um, the setting, the goals, the type of music used. So that's how you create it and also search it. Um, so if I have some of those missing, a bunch of people have already reached out and I've added them. Um, or if there's other functionality or things that you would be like, oh, this is so cool. We'd love to hear it. Awesome. So listeners can go and create an intervention, Mm -hmm. give feedback, get involved with the challenges and giveaways. Mm -hmm. Did I miss anything? That's about it. Awesome. 
<laughs> so when you're done with this episode, head over what Instagram, Facebook, musictherapyexchange.com, mm-hmm. all the places. They will be linked in the show notes. <laughs> Wonderful. Awesome. So are you ready to move into rapid fire? Let's do it. All right. Coffee or tea? Tea. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> Early bird or night owl? This one switches. Like right now on like a work schedule, I'm definitely more of an early bird. Like I like getting up and starting my day. But then like other times, I don't know, I could stay up for a while and I'm more productive at night. So it flip flops depending on my schedule. Yeah, for sure. I can relate to that. <laughs> Something you'd tell your younger self. Hmm. I think probably to try everything. I feel like there were so many times when I was younger where, like, I don't know. I mean, we kind of talked about vulnerability a little bit where I, like, felt too vulnerable or felt like, oh, I don't have enough experience for this or, or you know, you just had, like, self-doubt and it was, like, prevented me from from trying new things or trying out different outlets and stuff. And it's really just, like, oh, just go for it. Try it. Yeah, well said. Your music therapy elevator speech. Oh, man. (laughs) That we give all the time. Um, Music therapy is an evidence-based practice that a board-certified music therapist does with a client to work uh, and uses music to work on an array of non-musical goals. It's interesting seeing the younger professionals and students and interns I talk to are always prepared for that question. (laughs) And the seasoned professionals I talk to are generally like, well, well, what about this? And who am I saying this to? And this, that, and the other thing. So um, it's good to know you guys are prepped. (laughs) It does change depending on who you're talking to, though. Like we had an entire, entire class day in an undergraduate all on the elevator speech and you had your basic one. But then it was like, what if you're talking to an insurance person or a parent of a child with special needs? Or So it does change. Totally. Totally. Your favorite self-care practice? Ooh. Um, This also changes a lot. Depends on my mood. Um, I've started songwriting a lot more. Which has actually sometimes sometimes people say that like when when music is like your main thing, it's not always what you want to do in your free time. But I songwriting specifically is like so so relaxing and it's so nice to be able to just like say whatever you want to say and then put it to music. So yeah. yeah. Something that is currently adding value to your life. Um, I think one of the things that adds value to people's life in general is just the people you surround yourself with. And one of the things I love about this internship is I currently am living with uh, four other interns. I can't count. Oh, my goodness. Um, So it's it's five of us in one house and we we all get along really well, which is super nice. Um, And having them with me and 
being able to learn from them and like vent with them and talk to them is like adds a lot of value to my life and also this internship. And I think our friendships will extend far beyond this. So. Oh, how beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great to have a close support system like that. Yeah, for sure. Especially like a lot of us think I'm like not super far away from home, which is really nice. I've been able to go home a couple of times, but some of them are like a little further away. So being able to like really all get along and do fun things together and stuff is, is really nice. Especially when you're spending so much time together. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. All right. So this one might be loaded, but your favorite intervention or song to use in a session? Or you can do your favorite one that's on <laughs> online, whichever you prefer. Yeah. So like I said earlier, I'm not super using a lot of specific interventions uh, right now because they're all improvised. Um, but for the New Year New Interventions Challenge, um, one of the ones was create a songwriting intervention. And so I pulled up one of my old ones that I used at a, um, a pediatric cancer center. Um, and it was, it uses uh, Get Back Up Again from Trolls, which I just think is a great song. Um, but basically you can use it as like a, a fill in the blank. So I have it uploaded to Music Therapy Exchange. Um, it's Get Back Up Again songwriting. And I have the fill in the blank sheet there. And it's super fun because you can kind of use it as a musical Mad Libs sort of thing. And the kids love creating silly things. But then the song itself also has such a good message and can prompt such good discussion. Um, and there's actually a, a, a like a bridge in there where you can like insert like a coping skill. It's like, how do you get back up from when you're feeling down? And it worked super well with the population at the at the cancer center because a lot of them were like dealing with things that no kid should have to deal with, and they were getting pulled out of school all the time. So a lot of them were struggling with with depression or feelings of sadness um, to whatever degree. So they loved being able to be silly and have fun with the music and like coming up with silly words. But then we also got to have this like good discussion with it too. Yeah. I will link that for everyone to find. Awesome. Awesome. And lastly, we kind of covered this, but if you'd like to share in your personal stuff, where can people find you and connect with you? Um, yeah, so it's, again, I don't really use social media personally that much, but there's the, the Music Therapy Exchange, Instagram and Facebook. Um, and then, of course, the website. And the, the website has a contact us page if you want to reach out to me there if you have any questions or feedback. Awesome. Thank you for talking with me today and sharing your your project and your vision and you your energy is contagious about it. You're you're so excited, I can tell. And <laughs> yes. I hope that I hope that you hit 100 soon. <laughs> I look forward to celebrating with you. And That'd be great. Um, yeah, getting involved in the challenges and all that good stuff. Yeah, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks. You too.
I hope you're feeling inspired after listening to that conversation. I know I am as someone who is also doing a music therapy project on the side, trying to create this community atmosphere, give back and also grow, (laughs) grow this podcast. And the best way I can do that is to continue to do these interviews. So if you or someone you know is interested in being on the podcast, please send an email to feedback at musictherapychronicles.com. That goes directly to me, so you'll hear you'll hear right back from me uh, because this podcast would not be possible without our listeners or without the guests who are on the show. Again, if you are looking for a way to support the podcast and this month support the Australian Red Cross and their relief efforts regarding the wildfires, please consider becoming a patron over on patreon.com. All donations for the month of February will be donated to the Australian Red Cross, and I think together we can make a pretty sizable contribution to their efforts. If you do not feel called to make a monetary contribution, you can support the podcast by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, finding us on social media, and joining our group on Facebook. And on all the platforms, we are Music Therapy Chronicles. That's it for this week's episode, and I will see you in the next one. (music) 